Welcome to episode 54 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. I am your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my guest this week, my returning guest, is Chuck Joyner from the Mac Voices podcast. How are you doing, Chuck? I'm great, David. Thanks for having me again. Oh, thanks for being here. Uh, we had some uh, scheduling challenges tonight, but uh, we, we were committed to get this show in, so I'm so glad you're here, and there's a lot to talk about. At the beginning, when I did my notes, there wasn't as much as I thought. The news was kind of uh, quiet, but then something big got announced here, so we'll talk about that in a minute. And then uh, I, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, our top 10 apps that we like and that we use all the time. And I thought that'd be a fun thing to do. And if we have some time, we also will hit upon the uh, the news app because I think that'll be fun because that's kind of what's going to be happening in this event that we just found out about this, uh, what was it, this afternoon as we record this? Yeah, well, we think we know what's going to happen, but you know, with, with Apple, <laughs> it's you're show never time. sure. <laughs> yeah. We you're know Apple. Sure. You, you never know. Uh, they, they sent out the the invitations to all the media. You didn't get your invitation, Chuck? You're, you're in the media? I, I, yeah, it must be in my spam fill, right? <laughs> must be. Uh, but this time, it's, it's going to be held on um, Monday, March 25th at the Steve Jobs Theater, which I think will be the first time that they don't announce an iPhone product uh, or an iPad um, at their facility. So that's going to be a, a cool place to see it because uh, one of these days, I want to get out there and see it. Um, and um, the events, their tagline is called Showtime, which we're thinking it's within the lines of the rumors that they've been focusing on services rather than hardware. So I'm thinking it's going to be probably the Apple News service, which I touched upon in previous episodes, um, adding a paid subscription service uh, to the options of Apple News. Do you use Apple News? I know you're a big uh, Flipboard user. I'm a big Flipboard user, but I use Flipboard a little bit differently than you know yeah. maybe some folks do. Um, I've I've dipped my toe into Apple News. Um, it's it's funny. I really can't say that I have a dedicated news app. Um, I'm not sure it's it's the best thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I tend to get my news, you know, through the social media channels to see what's hot, what's not. I do try to subscribe to some of the, well, I was about to say more credible sources, but I'm not sure there are. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fake news out there. Uh, yeah, but uh, the, the ones established, perhaps, is a better sure. word. Sure, sure. Well, no, yeah, and, and you have an awesome uh, the Mac the Mac Voices group uh, that that's really getting a lot of traction. I I stay active in there and post a lot of great uh, articles as well as you do, and Norbert does also as well. So we got some good good you got some good sources there all by yourself, right? Yeah, that's. I mean, that was sort of the idea with with Mac Voices magazine on Flipboard and the article of the day. Uh, everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody wants to to learn new new things. There's so many there's so many op ed pieces out there, and so much clickbait. And I really have tried to focus yeah, yeah. On, great. on putting quality articles in there, so that if you if you read that, you're going to learn something about yeah. whatever the topic is. You may you know it may not suit you today, but hopefully it'll suit you tomorrow. Yeah. So it looks like uh, I mean. I know the magazines are on board for whoever they have because, of course, Apple, about a, it's about right around a year ago, they bought the company Texture. And Texture had about over 200 magazines that were in that subscription service. So it's it's, it's looking like my, my, uh, Apple is finally going to take that service and merge it into to the news app um, and then offer a, uh, a you know, I would say, an inexpensive subscription service, maybe something like $10 a month. They're talking about that. But it is interesting to say if they really want to get the uh, uh, newspapers like the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post and the New York Times. Um, and would those three big uh, content providers be be all in on, on a uh, you know revenue stream like that? Uh, what would you think? 
I, I don't know. I mean, I think there's there's a spot out there sooner or later that's going to find a way to get folks to pay for quality news. Apple has as good a shot as any with yeah. the, the number of iPhones out there, the number of iPads out there, exactly. the overall experience with those devices. Um, so I, th- I think they have a shot at it. The question is, will people pay for news at this point with so many other places reporting it, summarizing it, regurgitating it? You know, but it's, like you said, a lot of garbage out there. A lot of garbage out there. So, um, but if it was ten dollars a month, I might be willing to do it because um, it, 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 you know, it, it, I'm, I'm going to get a lot of good, a lot of good news and a lot of good sources. So, uh, we we shall see. So you know, we got a couple and, weeks here. Yeah, and I think I think it depends a lot on how it's curated. You know, if I'm getting the full text of the Wall Street Journal or right. the New York Times or the Washington Post. Not sure that won't turn into just one more noise source for me. So, it, but then you know, one man's news is another man's something that they pass over. So you know, it, it's it's a tough it's a tough thing right now. It is, it is. So we'll see. I look like we all, like we always do. All of us enthusiasts love sitting around and watching the event and see what they talk about. Um, and they had mentioned kind of possibly there being an iPad Mini Five and then maybe a seventh gen iPad and then the Air Power Pad. Uh, that, that's that's been two years in the making, and uh, new updated AirPods. Um, even a seventh generation iPod Touch possibility, but I think it's all going to go to the side coming soon. And I don't think any of this stuff's going to get talked about because again, Apple really is seeing that services is there is going to be their big, big thing for making money. I mean, because now the iPhone is not making as much money as it used to, right? Yeah, and you know what? I'd like to to float a possibility, yeah. and, and this this may just be me, but if you if if there is a new iPad Mini Five. Mm-hmm. Would that be the perfect news reading device? Because it's almost the size of a Kindle. If so, you've got Apple. You know, you've got Apple Music. You've got Apple Books. Or, or uh, yeah, uh, books. Um, you now would have a news source in a in in a device that is super convenient to carry around. I mean, it's it's not quite as nice as a larger iPad, but it's also a lot more convenient. So would that fit in well with with the, what we're all speculating on? Right, right. So yeah, I, that I would think yeah, it, it could it could very well fit into that that, that scheme. So it's gonna be definitely gonna be interesting. Um, they're also saying uh, our you know, uh, Apple just actually just released today uh, the, the developer uh, beta twelve point two iOS. Uh, I think that's a beta five. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and um, and they did say that there was a signs of subscription service already being spotted in the update. So, uh, so something's ha- it's it's happening. It's just a matter of how much and what's going to be in the content that we really uh, will see. But that, it should be interesting, don't you think? No question. No question. One more service from Apple. Yeah, and probably more money out of my pocket. <laughs> more than likely. Well, you, you've, you've got so much, David. Just spread it around a little. Yeah, well, I do. So uh, another another cool thing actually that Apple did was I was very surprised they did this because we're always buying you know we've always talked about the, where we would find those those the i the uh, the App Store gift cards or iTunes gift cards and you get them for like uh, twenty dollars of you get you know hundred dollars for eighty so you'd get like a twenty dollar bonus um, which was pretty cool and every time I would see those gift cards usually they were on eBay and then through PayPal gifts I think it is I would buy them. Um, but Apple today announced that this is actually only going until March 14th, as we record this episode, um, a 10% bonus when you add funds to your account uh, for the App Store and iTunes purchase. Did you use this? 
I did see this and I thought it was, you just, you stole my thunder because I was going to point out that if you buy up some of the discount Apple uh, gift cards, right, right. you get a 15% discount here, you're getting a 10% bonus. So which is the better deal and how yeah. easy is it for you to get the discounted cards? But anyway, you take it, it's still, it's still a nice touch for maybe folks that either don't know about that or that just don't want to bother with the hassle of finding the gift cards when they are on special. Well, I did it. I wanted to see what happened. If it was really true. So I threw a hundred dollars into my account and then I got $110. So what the hell? It was, uh, I, you know, I always want money in my account and so that means I got a little, a little extra for it. And you could do it right from the iPhone, which was actually really cool because you can go right into the account and then you're going to want to add funds because they hadn't done that for a long time. I ended up always having to buy gift cards. You, you recall that? I mean, I don't ever recall them doing that until like within the last year or two. Uh, yeah. Sounds like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this was up to $200. They would match. They'd they give you $20 different. for 200. Yep. And, yeah. and of course, both articles we've talked about so far, I've uh, quoting through Mac rumors. Um, so the links are in the show notes, um, but uh, they show screenshots of how it, uh, how you are able to go in and uh, add funds to your Apple ID, which is pretty, pretty nifty. I'm glad they do, do it finally. So I don't have to buy gift cards unless I have, you know, unless I get the ones like we talked about. So, um, but uh, yep, check that out. Uh, more more information and stuff in the news. We had, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Apple just released uh, the fifth developer beta. I know you're not a big beta guy, right? You don't dabble in that now, right? No, I, you know, I've tried a couple times and I honestly, I just never get around to actually testing, right. genuinely, legitimately testing. I will do some beta testing of software. OS is a little bit shaky. You know, so I just don't participate in that. And you and I work both working in the enterprise and uh, in, in the business world. You know, you don't, we don't do beta testing at all, so we're, we're kind of familiar with not doing it. So, um, but they did see the, the fifth beta again. This is on Mac Rumors uh, uh, of uh, 10, 12.2. and it looks like the, as as we talked about, they are expanding some of the news. Interesting. All of our, our friends in Canada now have Apple News. They didn't have it for all these years, and, and uh, I think Apple News has been out for at least two three years now. Um, I think our friends in Canada have it now, right? I believe so. I believe so. Well, at least in, nice. when 12.2 comes out, not as of yet. <laughs> right, right. And of course, there's always going to be the need for more emojis. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a giraffe, a shark. I think, I think that's a sow and there's an owl. <laughs> Just, yeah. I, I honestly missed that part in the notes, but yeah. yeah. That will definitely be the high point of it for me. I figured it would be. <laughs> um, and then, uh, of course, the big thing, we've talked about this before, is the Airport, AirPlay 2 announcements about, uh, with, with the different TV manufacturers adding Air, Air, AirPlay 2 support, you know, Samsung, you know, LG, and such. Um, they've, uh, they're, they're adding that support into the, into the Apple device with the remote. Um, and it'll be, uh, and when it's, uh, you'll also, uh, looks like some things that'll be added with TV OS. Will you be able to ask Siri to play specific TV shows, which I guess you couldn't do that before. And of course that silly 5G icon is, uh, in there from AT&T, uh, which we've talked about. That's yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, some other st other other different things. But take a look at the article. We've uh, we've got uh, there's a lot to be coming out here, which I'm pretty excited about. So uh, we always like new OS updates when Apple officially releases them. So I would anticipate that this does get released uh, during the uh, during the announcement on March 25th. That's been pretty much Apple's track record. Uh, you know, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Either either during or right after. I would agree. Um, 
other article, other article I, that caught my eye was um, replacing the batteries in your AirPods. Are you, are you using AirPods right now? I'm using, I'm just not using them today. Um, have your battery life been okay? You, I'm assuming you've had them since they came out. I've had them uh, after, not right when they came out because okay. um, I was not an early adopter on these because I was a bit of a skeptic, sure. but I've had them since I guess the January after they were introduced. Okay. Um, and I haven't seen, let's put it this way. I haven't noticed any yeah. deterioration. I, I, I use my AirPods a lot, but they tend to go in and out of the case. So I can't say that, yeah. you know, I, I run them right into the ground very often. Well, uh, this article is on Apple Insider. Uh, we, uh, it shows it actually shows the batteries of them actually taking it apart, which it's interesting to see how the battery is. It's actually in the stem, um, and it looks like they were that the batteries really were bad in theirs, you know, showing like a the sixty seven percent charge, and then the left one, the right one, are having challenges, and then the batteries were low. And so, um, how much does it cost to repair it? Well, Apple will do it; they will repair it. There's battery service for the AirPods, and they charge forty nine dollars each. I'm like, okay. That's a hundred dollars. So you could probably, I guess you save 60 bucks, but, but you also have older AirPods, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's interesting. I don't think any of us really thought about that part as we started to adopt these. Don't misunderstand. I would not give up my AirPods. I love these AirPods. Oh, I do too. But, you know, you didn't think about them as having a finite life. Yeah, so. I didn't either. I mean, well, they're batteries. So uh, check out this article. A lot of a lot of good information if you're interested about AirPods, um, and uh, it will uh, definitely give you some uh, uh, insights uh, if you're if you are having challenges with your AirPod batteries. Um, I would think most most people aren't. I haven't heard too much. This was the first article that's why I caught my eye here. It's the first article I've seen they actually talked about uh, the replacement of batteries. So, um, what else we got here? And uh, oh yeah, the one article I wanted to bring up, and this actually was on iDrop News. Um, this was this is a more obscure. Um, site. I don't know if you ever checked their stuff out, uh, Chuck. Uh, no, this, this was news to me. Yeah, this, this is a different uh, site. I've been, fo- I've, been fo- I've been following this one for a while, um, this, this site, and they've got some good information. They're kind of, they have a lot of pop-ups, which is kind of annoying, but so does Macworld. So. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the, the debate whether you should, sh- how, how often you should shut down your phone. Do you shut down your phone at all? Not on a regular basis. No. And, and, and it's, you know, it's, I'm going to, oops, sorry. Serious. <laughs> serious talk. I said to something. Um, I, I, ne- I, I, with the Mac, I do. I, I you sure. know, do a of bit of a regular shutdown cycle. With the iPhone, I'm embarrassed to say I never really gave it much thought. I just turned it on and, you okay. know, if there's an update or something that needs to restart it. Yeah. But I can't say that I shut it down and restart it on a regular basis. And maybe okay. it's a good idea. Well, I actually do. I, I do shut it down maybe once a month. I had to do it the other day because all of a sudden I was I was looking at my iPhone and it seemed kind of sluggish. It was working kind of weird. Then all of a sudden I go back to the to the homepage and look at all my apps. My bottom row is gone. Like, where's my row? I'm moving around. And then it finally came back. I said, you know, I think it might be a good idea to do the shutdown. If uh, most folks don't know how you do it, if you don't have uh, an iPhone, you have the iPhone uh, 10 or higher, or uh, what you do is you have to push the volume up, the volume down uh, in sequential order, and then hold the power button down, and that's the hard reset. Now, if you want to do it with like an iPhone 7, you could still do it with the power button and the home button. The iPhone 8 is the same way, the power, the volume up, volume down, and then the power hold down for reset. Of course, you can hold the power button down that just as a power down, 
but uh, it, that's just shutting it down. It's not actually doing a hard reset. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, there's always been that debate whether or not you should do it or not. Um, I'll do it at least once a month, but when I see it, the phone kind of acting up, I'll probably do it, uh, do it again. So uh, what, what do you think? I, I don't know. I mean, I've, I can't say that I've had, I've never had a road disappear. Yeah. Um, like everybody, weird. I think I've had my, my phone get a little wonky at times right, right. with different things, but you know, I only with, with this particular phone, I've never had to do any kind of hard reset. Yeah. Um, the, it's the, the regular shutdowns have been just fine. So okay. I have to do a little research here and see what I can figure. Yeah. So I've, I've piqued your interest with this. <laughs> you have, you have. So, uh, so Check that article out. It'll be in our show notes. Um, so let's go on to our discussion for tonight or today uh, is uh, our top 10 apps. I thought this would be fun uh, uh, for both the iPhone and the iPad um, or both. That's really which, which ones you actually do. Um, I wanted to kind of review which in no particular order, uh, some of the, some of the um, apps we go and, and well, you and I can just kind of alternate here instead of me reading off all my, all my lists here and vice versa. So um, I'll start off here in, one of my favorite apps is PDF, PDF Expert. Do you use that? I do not. I okay. do not. Yeah. PDF Expert, I think, is by far one of the best PDF uh, uh, readers and uh, editors out there. Um, it's very flexible. It, it's available on the Mac as well. And uh, it uh, does gives, gives you a lot of uh, very, uh, very good flexibility when it comes to annotations and being able to edit pages back and forth. A, a lot of great flexibility. Uh, with that and uh, and PDF Expert uh, is is just a very very good product. It's made by Readle. I know you guys. I'm sure, I know you've interviewed the the uh, the, uh, is the CEO of Readle at one point or, or, or several times. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure he's mentioned it. Um, and and that's one. I think that's one of their big products. Um, and it does very well. Um, but uh, which PDF Expert? Which PDF uh, file uh, program to use? I tend to use PDF Pen. Um, okay. Smile. Well, I have that too. I do it. Well, of yeah. course, smile a sponsor for you. So, <laughs> uh, but I do well, but also I, have, but, but you like yeah. it, but you believe in yeah, it. Yeah. I was going to say it's, it's, it that has, but I just, I find it does everything that I need sure. it to do and more and they continually update it. So and they the, do. Riedel is also a great company as well. So it's, nobody's playing favorites here. It's just, no, no. Suits you. I, that's like, that's I kind of want to give your idea of what, uh, what it does, but the, the nice thing is it, it syncs nicely with iCloud. So when I'm when I'm looking at uh, when I'm looking at a uh, uh, a particular file, a good example being for those who know I also do my podcasting and horse racing. Um, you know, we get we get the programs every week. I want to be able to edit them and look at them and mark them up and all that stuff. Um, I can have it on my iPhone, look at it, and put it and store it in iCloud. And I go over to my iPad, look at it, a bigger bigger view of it, and the same annotations are there, ready to go. Don't have to do anything. And works very well with any any uh, uh, file sharing uh, service, including Box and Dropbox, and of course iCloud. Um, so check it out. It's uh, I believe it's I have to look up the price. So we'll have the uh, link in the show notes. Um, but uh, it, it's not too terribly expensive. Again, it does have a Mac version of it as well. Um, and PDF Pen, as you mentioned, PDF Pen Pro. I've been a, I've I've uh, paid for that for a long time. Whenever a new version comes out, I just renew the upgrade because it's, you know, if I don't do that, then you don't get the good deal because the upgrades, you know, just like anything, you get good pricing, you know, right? Right. So yeah. um, go ahead and uh, tell us your, uh, your, what are you, your first top apps here, top 10 apps. 
Okay. Well, I think we should both make clear that, you know, these are in no particular in order. order. Right. I, I started to try to order them. It's like, well, this is just impossible. Forget it. Um, so I'm going to start with Overcast. Um, I, I adopted, I adopted Overcast as my, as my audio um, podcast player. And I, I very specifically say that because um, Overcast now will download video podcasts, but it won't play the video. It'll only play the audio. Right. Um, but there were two killer features as far as I was concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think there's any question that uh, Marco Arment has the best uh, multi-speed algorithm out there mm-hmm. for cranking things up. And I'm, I'm constantly trying to find ways to do more in less time or to squeeze more into the time I have. Yeah. And so the, the fact that it, I can play at double speed and listen to it, it also has a setting that will remove a lot of the silences as people normally speak and pack it together a little more. So that just gives you a little more speed. But the one last thing that that I found is that you can upload audio files to Overcast when you're a subscriber. Mm. So audiobooks or whatever, and you have that same control over the audio. That's great. There are plenty of audio players out there for iOS, for audiobooks and all. But the fact that I could integrate it all into one app and have Marco's uh, speed technology, I'll call it, sure. um, that that was it. That that was the killer for me. Yeah, no, it's it's a great app. I'm a subscriber as well because I'm crazy. I got to subscribe to lots of things. But uh, being a podcaster, I, you, you have to you have to play with all, all the podcasting apps. I've uh, I've pretty much if I go in my if I look at my phone right now and my podcast folder. I must have at least five different podcast apps that are in my, in my folder, but do I use them all? No. I'll go back and tell you my favorite podcast app is Downcast. Um, I don't know if you've used that or not. but I have, and that is my second favorite. Okay. And that's, that's what lives on my iPad. And that's okay. where I tend to use it to subscribe to video podcasts. Yes. And that's what, that, that was what kind of held me up with a lot of, um, a lot of the other different uh, podcast apps that only do audio, I want I want them to do both. And you know, I got to watch Mac Voices, and it's got it's much easier to watch it through through Downcast uh, and be able to watch a video. Of course, Overcast won't do it for you. But the other nice thing I like about Downcast is the way it just orders all your podcasts. I mean, I I in, I'm looking in my library right now. I have must have I have ninety different. I'm subscribed to ninety different uh, podcasts. Do I listen to all those podcasts? Of course not. I have not enough time in a day to to, to to look at those. So, uh, but. I want to be able to have them in there to be able to search through. And if I decide I want to look at or, or listen to a podcast, it's right there. Um, but I love the support of that. Um, and, and, and of course, Overcast has a lot of very similar features uh, with it. But the big key for me was video. Um, and, 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 I, and I just kind of, I always end up going back to, to Downcast uh, when, uh, when it comes to listening to podcasts out there. So. But it's good to know you're is your second best, and I guess Overcast is my second. So, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, right there. So, exactly. Uh, so, uh, what's uh, what's your uh, what's your uh, third one? Um, so my next one would be Waze, um, okay. and simply because I do a fair amount of driving for work, and I really appreciate the fact that Waze not only can it provide navigation like like Apple Maps and Google Maps and all, but you get those real-time alerts from other Waze users on the road. So if there's a speed trap that pops up, if there's a deer that gets hit on the road, if, you know, an 18-wheeler's retread comes off, um, somebody's going to punch it into Waze and you're going to know about it most of the time before you get there. 
And that, that to me is invaluable because that's some, that's not something that everybody else offers. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know I'm giving up some privacy because by the very nature of it, I have to have a ways account and that means they know where I am and what I'm doing and all that. But um, it's a trade off I'm willing to make. Sure. Um, It's a good app. I like it too. Um, I, I still, I'm, I'm, I'm glued to Apple maps. I don't know why I just continue to use Apple maps. Uh, but uh, I need to start using ways more. I, I, sometimes it's, it's not as accurate as I, 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 I thought it was, but, um, but it is, it, it's definitely great. Um, and well, actually Google owns ways, right? Then didn't, didn't, didn't Google buy ways. Oh boy. I don't know. Somebody, somebody bought ways. I can't remember. Somebody bought ways. You may be right. You may I be think, right. I think Google did buy ways and you're just letting yeah. it run independently. So, okay. Well, it's one more thing that Google knows about me. Yeah. Well, that's the way it goes. Yeah. They know everything about me anyway. I'm, I, I can't worry about it. <laughs> um, my next app is uh, just press record. And this is a, a really nice app that allows you to be very, it's, it's kind of an extension of, or, it's an up, updated version of the voice memos app that Apple already provides. And it does allow you to uh, be very flexible with recordings. Um, you can go in and uh, has a lot more settings that you can change as far as, uh, as far as settings goes. Um, it does auto transcribe where you can actually transcribe short recordings and you can make changes to uh, that are all recordings. So, so that's kind of a cool feature it has. Um, and uh, no, I really, I really like the, the app. I don't know if you've used this one or not. I have not. I know about it, um, yeah. but recording things on my iPhone is just not something I do that often. And when well, I do, the voice yeah. memos is adequate for me. Sure. And, it, and it, I think it wasn't a terribly expensive app, uh, but uh, that, that's the one I liked. Um, and what is your next one? Uh, my next one is Gmail, which may surprise yeah. some folks. Um, yeah. but the Apple Mail app I, just has a few challenges for me. I do use it um, for a couple accounts. But I just find that consolidating things in Gmail, again, we're talking about that compromise of, of privacy over features. Sure. Um, but Gmail just does so much. It's, it's pretty much bulletproof. And j- I'm sorry, just nobody does search better than Google. Great. So if I'm trying to find you know, a note from David Ginsburg from 1999, <laughs> I, I, the odds are that if I, can, if I can drill down enough that Google will find it. And that's that's a, just a killer feature for me because I I gave up long ago filing my emails. Um, it just it's it seemed archaic and 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 a burden. And so now, and ninety eight percent of the time with search, I can find it just fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a good app. I use it. Are you able to use it with your custom domains too, or just Gmail? No, with with custom domains. Yeah. See, that's what's great, and it becomes a. a a one-stop shop, just like the Apple Mail is, and uh, I, I agree the Apple Mail can be challenging. <laughs> yeah, I I wish I didn't feel that way, and of course Joe Kissel is notorious for his feelings about Apple Mail. Yes, um, yes. So maybe I'm biased. He he may have influenced me, but yeah, it's the way it is. No, I mean if it works for you. That's what that's what's 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 perfect about it. So, um, other app I was going to skip around here. One app I like. I am a, a Sirius XM subscriber. I think we've talked about this before. I know you're not. Um, and um, Sirius XM has done something phenomenal with music. And I got to pull the app up so I can uh, remember. Uh, but they've added all like 100 different uh, alternative stations that, are, that break down uh, the different genres. It's called All Extra Channels. There's 100 different, uh, different channels they have. 
things like uh, today's workout hits in 70s, 80s, 90s pop mashup. Uh, you go from 90s and 2000s pop-up mashup and 80s pop top 100. Um, so it just goes on and on with these different channels, which is really awesome because uh, here's classic rock, so classic vinyl top 100, 60s and 70s rock. Um, it, and it goes all the way to the hard rock stuff like you like, uh, the kicks and <laughs> your different bands that you enjoy. Uh, so they've, they've really done a great job. You know, here, this is the hard rock, uh, new and classic hard rock mashup. Um, so um, they've, they've added all these channels and I was, I was pleasantly surprised to see this and I started playing them. I was like, ah, oh, this is fun. Just to, I don't even have to think about it. Just let it play. And it's all, I know most music I'm going to enjoy. Um, and the app itself, they've completely redesigned it. So it's uh, real easy to navigate. Um, you have, uh, you can add different favorites, which are there. And I've got my favorites in there. Um, of course, Howard Stern's still on there. And uh, he, he actually has a lot of, uh, uh, they're, they're doing video for his show too. I know it can still kind of be, a little disturbing sometimes the way he shows and what he does, but, <laughs> but sometimes he's fun to listen to. Um, so he's on there and of course saw the comedy and I mean, they have the George Carlin channel, which I love. I, I really love George Carlin. I miss him. He's just one of the funniest comedians that ever lived. Um, so uh, if, you, if you're a subscriber and if you get just the streaming uh, version or you get it as part of your phone, uh, part of your uh, audio radio package, uh, check it out. It's, it's, They've done a really amazing job uh, uh, with uh, with this app. I'm very I'm very impressed uh, with it. So, good choice, good yeah. choice. So I'll let you go and pick your next choice. Well, of course, you have Apple Music. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll I'll jump down to that. I I use Apple Music. Um, it's the only music service I currently subscribe to. Yep. Um, I've you know I have my playlists built in there. Mm -hmm. um, I've gotten away from some of the automated discovery stuff. I, hmm. I, as an aside, you know, Pandora still is my choice for if I want to listen to something and have it try to suggest some things to me. But okay. the, the others, after a while, it seems like they just, they, they sort of feed you what you would expect. I can almost guess at not necessarily the track or the artist, but just what I'm going to get out of any of those stations. Um, and so I'd rather, if I'm going to do music discovery, I'll do it through something else. Um, but Apple music suits me just fine. Uh, when I'm, when I'm looking for music, it's, it's on my iPhone, it's on my iPad, um, it's on my Mac, you know, and it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's just fine for me. It has everything I need, need it to do. And of course there's Apple match that improves uh, the quality of some of my older things that I've, sure. I've purchased or ripped. Um, so it's just a win-win across the board. Yeah, I, you mean iTunes Match? Or iTunes Match. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I, I, I still keep. Yeah. I st I'm just. I still pay for that too. I know there's been some debate about whether or not it's worth keeping uh, anymore if you have Apple Music, but I think it is because um, I. I mean, I go back to the the days of uh, that. Probably have all my hard drives still sitting with sixty and seventy thousand songs sitting sitting on them, and I used to used to uh, listen to music that way. Um, and there are some, some songs that aren't, uh, that you can't get on the Apple music store, but there's still a lot too. I'm, I'm an Apple music subscriber as well. Uh, one thing I, 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 if I were to get the Apple music into my car and I'm, I currently do not have a car that has car, uh, uh, Apple CarPlay, that would probably be a game changer for me when it comes to versus Sirius XM, because, um, I would have that option to be able to be much easier, be able to listen to it. Cause right now when you drive in, if I don't have CarPlay, uh, it's very you know, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be doing it while you're driving. I can tell you that. 
Yeah, and and but I mean, some people really like what XM offers, and I take nothing away from that. Yeah. If you're a Howard Stern person, great. If you are a talk radio kind of person, then there's just about every kind of talk radio you can imagine right. on Sirius. Uh, Sirius. So, yeah, it just depends on what you're looking for. And I know a lot of long distance people. You know, they they prefer Sirius because it stays consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, they don't drive in and out of radio stations. So. Yeah, it's it's all it's all what works for you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I uh, we we so I've subscribed to both services. Well, my wife really enjoys the uh, the blend and uh, the pulse. Those those two channels that are that's their two most popular music channels on SiriusXM. So she loves listening to it in the car. And and that, and that the cool thing with the car is that's all integrated into the into the radio. So um so it and, and of course she's got a newer car than i do so she's got access to more of the channels because um, my car's a little older so it doesn't have i don't think all of these other channels unless they they're going to change the radios i don't know but uh to add all those extra channels i just got but uh, i think that that was that was pretty cool when they just add, did that and uh it gives it even more of a flexibility being able to listen to music but yeah i mean i think apple music is great too so it's hard for me not to to, to have both services going so um but yeah, we love music, so why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, I will go in, and I'm almost guaranteed you probably use this app is One Password. I think One Password is by far one of the best the password management pr- programs out there, uh, by by far. Um, I subscribe to the Teams. Um, they have a they have a family uh, a family Teams where you can uh, you can have multiple people that are subscribed and share, sharing, and as well as uh, creating your own private uh, password vaults. Um, works great on iPhone, works great on iPad, works great on your Mac. Um, I think even they have a Windows version. Um, and uh, I think uh, I, I think just the, the, the way it does, the uh, way it manages uh, passwords is by far the best. I mean, I know people like uh, LastPass and a couple others, but uh, to me, I, I, I think it's one of the best. I, you, I assume you use it too? Absolutely. I, and, and I agree with you. I, it, it's funny, it didn't make my list just because it's so natural that I kind of forgot about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yes, I've, I've, i absolutely love one password. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I guess it's, it's only responsible of us to put in a plug for any password manager. One sure. password is our choice, but right. whatever you like, for heaven's sake, please use a password. Yeah. yeah. And then, and the great thing now is it's got integration in iOS where you can, uh, just like with the, the iCloud keychain, you can use it as your password manager of choice. So when you're going to a website, it'll, automatically populate for you. I've talked about that in previous episodes. So that's a great feature in iOS. Um, so uh, yeah, um, I, I actually use both. Do you, do you shut off uh, iCloud Keychain? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've turned off iCloud Keychain just because it it ends up getting kind of confusing if you don't. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know. For some reason, I like having both. So it gives me a choice of storing both. But you know, one of these days, I'll probably clear out iCloud Keychain key and be done with it. So um, what else? what else do you have? Well, I'm going to throw in uh, Camera Plus 2 okay. um, as, as one of my preferred camera apps. But this is the one I just keep going back to. Um, it's got so many features. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who aspires to take better pictures, mm-hmm. and I try, but I'm always looking for the shortcuts. And, and this app, uh, it, it has everything that you, as far as I'm concerned, that you need for, for my class of photographer. But the killer feature, as far as I'm concerned, everybody has filters, right? And corrections and, and that kind of thing. They have, though, a filter they call Clarify. I don't know exactly what it does, but it just makes photos stunning. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it, it almost looks like HDR level photography, but with, without you having to do anything, just a single photo, snap it, and then apply the clarify filter and things just pop. Um, and it's very, very seldom that I don't enjoy the effect that it gives my photos. So that's one reason I use this as a go-to because it, and, and it'll save in uh, one of the raw formats, one of the lossless formats for the mm. iPhone. So that if you do want, you know, to do some extra manipulation outside of it, you can do that. But with that clarify uh, filter, most of the time, I just don't, don't take the, the time or the trouble to do that because it just looks so good. Mm. You, you just spend more of my money because I just bought you're it. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I was a camera plus user for a long time and that was with the, the original app, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, I think Lisa, and, Lisa Bethany, I, m- I remember her uh, was the one that originally uh, helped design that app. So it kind of it looks like it, it, it looks, it's great that it knows that it, that it evolved uh, into this. Um, so I'm going to definitely, I'm definitely going to start playing with this. So yeah, I, I think, I, I, I think you will enjoy it. Yeah, so that's a that's a great that's a great choice. Um, I'm gonna I'll kind of package both of these together. Um, YouTube TV. Uh, I I am a subscriber to Xfinity, but I also um, I've been dabbling in looking at uh, what YouTube TV has to offer. One of the great things about YouTube TV is is, is when you travel, um, it goes with you. So you know when you have uh, in in my case I have Xfinity. So when I travel outside of my house, I don't I only have access to certain channels and certain. Uh, uh, things to watch. It's if I'm not in home, I can't watch it. Uh, where YouTube TV, what it does, it travels with you. So let's say I'm in Las Vegas and I want to be able to watch the local ABC uh, channel um, in Las Vegas. Well, I'm able to do that. ABC, NBC, CBS, all the local channels are on uh, YouTube TV. Um, they are still extending a lot of cha- uh, more channels to it, but the, it has a, you know quite a bit uh, for its cost. I believe it's $40 a month. Uh, it really depends on how much you like TV and want, want want to be able to have access to things. But uh, it's been I've been I've been actually enjoying it. I actually had the thirty five dollar plan, um, and I'm still doing that. And we'll see how it goes. I might decide to cancel at some point. But uh, that's a that's a great service uh, that's available. Uh, and it looks like Google's really uh, really pushing hard to get more channels added to it too as well. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at that at all. I have not. You just may have spent some of my money back um, because. I've, if I didn't realize there were those local channels on YouTube TV and I'm just looking it up here and it looks like Mm -hmm. uh, at least several of mine are on there. And so wherever you are, I mean, of course, me being in Chicago, so I'll have all my Chicago local affiliates. Um, And, but if you travel anywhere in the country, um, once you uh, uh, bring it up, it'll, it'll just pick up wherever you are. Those channels will be available um, in that local area. Well, frankly, I'm thinking of it from a cord cutting standpoint. That too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. If I could, if I could stream uh, the the local news, then I could dump my cable subscription. Oh, David, you may have just altered my life. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it now, and it's got all all my local Chicago channels, including you no, know, I have a local channel called Channel 26, the U, that's on here, as well as. Um, you know, I don't know how much you're into sports. There's a lot of sports channels of uh, uh, Fox Sports One, Fox Sports Two. Uh, NBC. Um, and so it's got a lot of sports. Uh, so a lot of, it's, it is kind of heavy on sports channels, but it's got the other stuff like AMC and Cartoon Network and FX and independent film, film channel and uh, all kinds of stuff, USA. So it's got, I mean, it's got a fair amount of channels. So it's, it's, it's really doing a good job of expanding. When it first started, there were, weren't as many. I believe you can get like HBO and I'm not sure about Showtime if you wanted to add it to it. And then of course, just like, just think like in cable, that's extra. So, 
Uh, but yeah, check it out. It's uh, it, it, and the other thing too is it streams. You actually can stream it to a uh, uh, to a uh, uh, a Google device if you wanted to. Um, and so like, if you happen to have one of those, you could you could stream it as well. So I mean, yeah, I mean that's the thing. All these cable companies are sold are becoming more and more. Um, restrictive of what you can do i thought it was this is great this is a great uh, great app um, well, what, I, we what spent this money here <laughs> yeah what i'm intrigued by just just looking at this i, I will take more time to look at this offline yeah, but yeah, yeah. the thing that bugs me about my cable package and i have one of the the lowest that you can get sure is yes i get all the major networks but then they give me the really useful stuff you know like <laughs> 17 channels of shopping <laughs> that's right and, yeah. and so the you know, at least theoretically, I'm paying for that. And that just really bugs me. I'd almost rather pay a few bucks more right. and get channels that I really would use. So, yeah, you you just may have cost, cost me some money, Dave. Well, I might, might have saved you some money, too. <laughs> well, it depends on the way you look at it. But, yeah, yeah quite possible. And then um, I packaged that along with YouTube, the YouTube app. Uh, uh, app. Um, I'm a premium YouTube subscriber, which is another $10 a month. And uh, I don't know if you do that. Um, no, I do not. Uh, I love that fact that when I go to YouTube now, I don't have to deal with watching all those those cockamamie ads they play every time you you watch stuff. So there's no ads, uh, and then also have some premium content that you can watch as well. Um, so it it makes the user experience with the YouTube app uh, a lot better, um, and uh, works works flawlessly with your account. I agree. You and I both have YouTube accounts that we publish stuff too, so uh, integrates nicely. I'm assuming you've used the app for that reason. Um, but uh, oh yeah. Uh, but I think I think uh, Google has done a great job of uh, of making it a lot easier to to navigate um, uh, through it. And then, of course, uh, with the premium, you also get a music uh, you get the music app that goes along with it. So, tons of music on it on YouTube too. I mean, have you ever explored the music? I mean, on YouTube, it's just it's pretty amazing. It it is, and it's interesting because there are things that are out of print uh, that you can find on YouTube. Exactly. Uh, that you you aren't going to find on Apple Music, uh, for better or worse, or you know any of the other services. So it's it, it is a good place to go and check out. I just I haven't found the value in it sure. to to pay the money for it when I can listen to it. And use other services. <laughs> well, use other services that are more convenient. But if I'm really looking for that that particular album um, that I want to hear that is out of print and I haven't been able to find anywhere else, that's where you're going to find it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's the next one you have? So my next one is Busy Cow, um, which is a bit of a crossover to Busy Cow on my Mac. Um, but that is my calendar uh, app of choice. I just, I prefer it. It handles multiple calendars. It handles sharing of calendars so well. Um, I really like the interface. I know there's some, a number of other sexy calendar programs out there. But BusyCow, the, the, the dynamic duo of BusyCow on my Mac and on my iOS devices lets me know where I need to be, when I need to be, yeah. um, and, and lets me track other people's calendars that I need to be tracking as well. So I just, I love it and I haven't seen any reason to move away from it. No. Yeah. I've heard good things about BusyCalc. I, I had it for a while and I, then I uh, stepped away from it, but I'm not as heavy of a calendar user as you are. Um, but uh, you, I know you use a lot of other services when you try to like get your guests to come on and stuff like that. Uh, I think Doodle you use, right? I use Doodle as a way to uh, organize groups yeah. <laughs> without the back and forth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, no, it, I know for sure that's a great app. Um, I should look, I should really look at that again. Spending more of my money now. <laughs> uh, uh, the other app I, I also use for weather is uh, Carrot Weather. 
Uh, I think Carrot Weather is probably one of the best uh, uh, weather apps out there um, as far as uh, giving you a good a good analysis of what's, what's happening in your area. Uh, breaks things down very easily. They also have fun, uh, they even have fun things where you actually can uh, start uh, going and uh, tapping on things. I, I forgot what this is called. They have a, do you, do you use Carrot Weather? I, I do not. It's one of those apps that's on my list of, of apps to check out. I tend to use Dark Sky. Okay. Yeah, I have Dark Sky too as well because, you know, I have to have every app, right? I couldn't, I couldn't bring that information to you if, if I didn't have these apps. Um, but it does do a very good job of, of breaking down the weather and and, and, and searches things very easily. And uh, you could set current locations just like all the other apps. And um, and it's a interesting thing it has sitting here right now. It says right now in Chicago, it's 33 degrees. Um, and it says, don't, don't blame me if this forecast is inaccurate. I'm busy trying to figure out how I'll fit another streaming service content into my schedule. <laughs> so they put, they put funny stuff in here. And the great thing is that you just scan through a bar and shows where the temperatures and, and what, what the weather is going to be hour by hour. Uh, and you can keep scanning uh, through and it just keeps, and it keeps a very easy way of, uh, of understanding the weather. Like dark sky, it shows it shows what the moon is. Like it's got a crescent moon right now for here, we have here. So, uh, so it, it's a great app. Check it out. Um, I believe it's four ninety nine. Uh, again, we'll have all the links in the show notes with these apps. So, uh, but uh, it's a it's a really great app. I like it. Yeah, that's like I say, it's on my list of things to check out. So, yep. You may have spent more. You've just endorsed spending more of my money, David. <laughs> that's right. What else do you got? My, yeah, my next one is just an Apple standard, um, and that's messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, you know, I, I've, I've, I've reached that point where text messages are an important part of business. Sure. Um, never, I'm not going to say never, but just really didn't expect to see text messages be adopted by the business world as much as they are, mm-hmm. and now we're seeing a lot of automatic notifications come out as text, or yep. at least you have those that, that option. And so messages is, again, it does everything that I needed to. Um, it, it will go cross platform if you, if you need to, but I, you know, most of the people I know that I really want to communicate with are in the iOS world. So it's just perfect for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, me too. I, I, I enjoy uh, the, I enjoy, uh, enjoy the way uh, we can, uh, that you can communicate uh, through text and um, it's got, of course, I like my Memoji and Animojis too. I got, I got to be able to do that. So um, oh <laughs> I don't do it that often. Maybe, maybe some, uh, no, I don't do it that often. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> I, I mean, I think we were about to get a confession here out of David. No, I don't do that often. In fact, I haven't probably looked at my Memoji in quite a while here. So uh, uh, emojis. Yes. Like I, I, I use my fair share of those. Um, but uh, anyway, <laughs> the, uh, Another app I've got is uh, Twitter. I think, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty good user of Twitter. And I think uh, the way the way Twitter has laid out uh, this app, it's, I find it very easy to find things. Um, I've, got a, I've got it set where I get notifications anytime someone tweets something. And of course, I'm not picking somebody who tweets things every five minutes. Um, but uh, it does give me, it gives me an opportunity to be able to review. Um, you know, a good example is I, I like to follow the Mac Observer for our friend Dave Hamilton and, and crew. So whenever they post something, um, I uh, 
I, I see what they're talking about. Same thing with Mac rumors. So that's kind of a way I can I can keep track of, of, of what uh, what news is out there in the Mac world. So some some people might want to do this with news, um, but uh, I, I like doing that. And another cool thing is I have multiple accounts, so it's very easy to manage multiple accounts because I you know of course I have to follow my my personal Twitter account as well as my podcast account and others. Um, so I really like the app. Do you, what do you think? Um, I, I've I need to go back and look at the the official Twitter app. I've been using yeah. um, Tweetbot now for a long oh, okay. time, and okay. you know I, what you said about about following TMO and you know yeah. some of those news sources is is spot on. I I think yeah. that <laughs> I think we all need to do a little house cleaning of our Twitter accounts. Get rid of the folks. I mean, nothing you know, not nothing against them, but yeah. if they're just putting noise into your stream because Twitter for a long time was a great little news ticker yeah. and it kind of got away from it as people started to express their political views. Yeah. That's the thing. Or I don't have anything political that comes up in my, in my feed. So then the great thing is I get just notifications through, through the notification. Uh, uh, every time I pick up my phone, uh, there's a notification comes through and I said, Oh, it's, it's either Mac observer or it's Mac members. I get to see what yep. they talk about. So yep. no, no Donald Trump discussions, no, no political discussions. Thank you. <laughs> yep. no, I, and that's it. I, 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 people say Twitter is, you know, is dying or it's no. not as useful as it used to be. And I think that's because of who you're choosing to follow. That's, exactly. That's my two cents. Yeah, exactly. So check it out. And um, what do you got? Um, let's see. So I'm going to save that one. So I'm going to go with another Apple standard that I just, I'm in love with, and that is notes. Yep. Um, I've used Evernote. Uh, excuse me, Evernote. I have used a number of other note utilities. Um, I still use some other note utilities for different things, but I'm finding myself more and more consolidating things into notes because yep. again, does everything I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and it's built in and because of the iCloud syncing, it's across all my devices. As soon as I log into iCloud on any of those devices, you know, it's everything populates and it's right there. Yep. Um, and it is surprisingly powerful. There are a number of, of tips articles out there on notes and, you know, yep. the more you can learn about notes, I think the happier you will be. Um, and you don't have to pay somebody else to use it. There's even a great uh, take control book about notes too, but our friend Josh wrote. There is indeed. There is indeed. And you'll be surprised at what, what notes can do. Uh, I was when, when I talked to Josh, it's like, Oh, I didn't know I could do that. I I interviewed him too. So we talked about, I talked about it together. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, it's just amazing. I, I, I am starting to use it even more and more. I keep all of my, like my show notes, uh, I've got, uh, and, and the cool thing is that there, you can pin your notes at the very top. So if there's, you know, I got like four or five different pin notes here that I can get to right away, which I like. Um, and, and, and like you said, it syncs across the, the, uh, both iOS and Mac. So I'm, I'm looking at my notes on the Mac and then I can just go right to my phone, my, my iPhone or my iPad and there it is. And then I can edit and it goes back and forth. It syncs flawlessly. I love it. I, I love the fact that you can actually, when you put links um, to, to actual articles, it actually has a screen, a little screenshot of each uh, article and uh, it shows a picture of uh, each one as you, as you click them. And that's what I've done. I've created like a links note and, uh, and all those links are in there and they, they're just, they're all little you know, snapshots of each site. Yeah. And, and much like you can see in messages, if you post a paste a URL right. into a message, mm-hmm. Same know, thing. A, little, a little thing. And yeah, it, I agree with you. It's, it's just those little touches that make it so, so useful. And, and I've really enjoyed learning everything that I can do with it and finding that I can abandon some of the other services. Absolutely. 
All right, I think we're winding down here. We got a couple, I got my, I think this is my last app, and one I just discovered is called the City Mapper. Uh, what City Mapper is, it it actually syncs where your location is, and it gives you very easy ways of being able to find maps, buses, bikes, uh, bike paths, and even has links to Uber and Lyft. Um, and all these buttons are right here uh, at at a tap of a finger here, and it brings like I just tapped uh, car sharing, and and brings it up in the map and shows where I'm located. Um, very easily. Um, it, it, it has, you could set to get me home and get to work, just like the maps do. Um, you could set a sample place in there, in there as well. Um, and uh, very, very well, uh, well laid out and it works in most cities. Um, and, I, and it's free, which is great. Um, I don't know if you don't know if you take a look at this one or not, but. I have not. That's, um, I th- again, I think it's one of those that I've, I've read about when it came out, but I didn't need it at the moment and it sort of got by me. So that's good to know. Well, I just click city, so it might be limited on cities. Now I think about it, I'm looking through here, but there's quite a few. Um, like, uh, 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 let's see, it's showing Toronto, Baltimore, Philadelphia, New York, Montreal, Boston, so a lot of the big cities, even Mexico, Vancouver, Lisbon. So it's got all over the world. So I mm. um, have to check it out. When I'm in Italy, I'll have to see if there's any place. So I'm not going to Rome, so we'll have to see if it has any other places so we can. Hopefully, I'm not driving, but. <laughs> but the, <laughs> It's uh, but it's a great little app, yeah. And that's I said the great thing about it is free. Good, good. Maybe then you got the, one more to wrap up on, or maybe two. I will. I will wrap up with one more, um, and that is um, the way I end every. Well, no, actually, I have two. You're right. Um, Package them. <laughs> how did? Well, it's, it's tough to so, but but I'll hit them both. Um, first of all, I do use Audible. Um, yep. quite a bit. Um, I've, I've just, I've gotten to the point that there are books that I, I need to read. There are books I want to read mm-hmm. and I just can't find the time. And it is surprising how much time you, how much you can pack in. Again, if you go back to that, to, uh, that, that high speed thing, now audible can't be loaded into overcast, right. but audible has its own algorithms that will let you speed the reading up. Nice. And so, you know, something, I mean, I can get a few chapters done while doing the laundry or, you know, cleaning out the garage or whatever. Um, and it's, it's a great way to make time go faster. And especially if you've got an yep. extra long drive, if you're out of podcasts or if you just want to just sort of change it up a little bit, Audible is, Audible is phenomenal. Um, and my last app, yes. um, I don't, maybe I named too many, but anyway, my last app is the I way I, I packaged YouTube and YouTube TV. <laughs> oh, is that what happened? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's what happened. Um, my last noise is the way I end every day. Um, and it's an hmm. app called White Noise. Um, I turn White Noise on every night to sleep hmm. because oh, that yeah. drowns out everything. I learned I learned about using White Noise in college to drown out uh, sounds that would normally keep you awake. And it's perfect now because wherever I travel, wherever I go, um, you know, if – if I don't have a white noise machine with me, I have the white noise app. And actually I've quit using my white noise machine in favor of the app. Um, just because that way, again, wherever I go, I've got something completely uniform. Um, so it feels like I'm as much as possible. I'm at home and get at least theoretically a, a better night's sleep because of it. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And uh, gosh, we've gone through all our apps and I think that was a lot of fun. I appreciate you. Uh, Getting us a list as well as I've got a list here for everybody. I think they, they found out some more things about iOS apps and what they can do. So before we leave, though, I wanted to touch a little bit about on MacStock. Yeah, MacStock 2019 yes. is coming yes. soon. It's July 27th, 28th. Uh, and uh, what, what do you think about MacStock? 
Oh, well, you know what I think about Max Stock. I know, Max but Stock tell is, our listeners. <laughs> okay. Well, one, Max Stock is, is one of my favorite weekends of the year because you're getting together with, with friends. You're meeting new friends. You're getting to hear some really great presentations. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of those experiences that when you walk in the door, it's sort of like walking into an Apple store. You walk in and you know you're among friends because everybody there has Apple technology enthusiasm, has a as a common ground and it is just it's absolutely so much fun mike potter the organizer does such a great job from an event perspective um of of putting together great speakers and putting together a very a a, a fun event and of course barry falk also does um Mm -hmm. thing with the midwest mac mingle so he's he's sort of the social director for the day or for the night more accurately Um, so you know it's just it's just fun. It's, it is so much fun. It is. It is. And uh, according to the website, it's 137 days away. So we got a long time yet, but uh, it's, it's going to come up really quick here. And uh, I think it's one of the best bargains out there when it comes to a, to a conference. Um, uh, two full days of, of, of geeking out and talking about Apple and talking about different different things related to Apple and to related to technology. Um, there's going to be, uh, yeah, the, there's going to be the, 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 the film festival. That's right. That, uh, that is, is, was already announced uh, through Wally Trinsky, right? That's one of the, one of the attractions. Um, yeah. I believe. We've got more to come. But more to come. Yeah. And you and I may possibly be announced uh, presenting again. We don't know as of yet. We're not going to steal any thunder yet, but it's nothing, uh, nothing official, but uh, I've, I've spoken in the last four years and hopefully, hopefully the fifth and I've, had a blast. I've had an absolute blast. It's it's really evolved. I've I've seen it go from its uh, small small uh, small audience of uh, the first year where it, we put that that we put that uh, uh, event together. When was it eight ten weeks <laughs> that first year? Yeah, in, in twenty fifteen. <laughs> so I got to meet you and meet Allison and meet all the other fun people. And we got to be like I said, we we we're now friends and we've made a lot of new friends, a lot of great great, great opportunities for networking. You. you and we're accessible. I mean, when you went to Max, Mac World, I did not have the opportunity to go to Mac World, and I don't know if I missed it or not. I probably did, but that's ancient history. Uh, but uh, you had ten thousand plus people at that event. It was near impossible to, to to try to network with a lot of people. I mean, would you say? Yeah, and and I, I think that's something that gets lost here a little bit. Is it's it's a growing conference and now in its fifth year. It's an established conference, yeah, it is. but it is still small enough that by the end of the weekend, anybody you wanted to meet and talk to, you have probably had the opportunity to meet and talk to. Absolutely, uh, and 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 I I love that. And I, one other point though I want to make, David, is that you know it, I'm afraid people may think that it's well I'm I'm. I, I'm not that experienced or it's going to be beyond me. Right. No, I, I guarantee you, you will know. come and you will enjoy it. You will learn things. I don't care if you're a rank beginner or someone that's been around Apple tech for years, you're going to walk away with something. Um, and, and most of the time it's something very, very useful. So don't feel like it's not for you because it really is for you. Yeah. I mean, and that's the great thing. I mean, I, with me, I, I love teaching people, whether they're down to beginners all the way up to advanced and, and every single person that's either spoke there or, or, or comes out, uh, uh, who could be an advanced user is very down to earth. They're going to want to talk to you. They're, they're going to want to network with you and they want to find out what makes you buzz with, with Apple. Um, and, uh, other cool thing is our, our friend David Sparks and the crew of Mac power users, which is a big, uh, 
podcast is going to be recording their 500th episode, which is pretty awesome. So we'll get to watch that too. So pretty excited about that. So come on out. It, uh, I'm going to have the link in the show notes. It's maxstock2019.com. The two-day weekend pass is $179. That's like a bargain. It's, I mean, think about some of these conferences that charge thousands of dollars and, you, and there's so much things, so much you're going to learn in two, in two days uh, with this stuff we do. Uh, the, way, the way the event goes, it's 20 minutes of a presentation and then that speaker will also then turn around and do a, uh, a longer, deeper dive and you'll be able to learn more about that topic, which is great. Um, and uh, all kinds of other stuff. Just take a look, check the site out. Uh, they even got great food. I mean, kind of, uh, the food has, has been awesome. Every year we've, we've had the event. So, uh, and, and it's, uh, it's, it's in Woodstock, Illinois, which is just outside of Chicago, my hometown. And uh, it's uh, at the McHenry County uh, College uh, uh, at, at campus and a uh, really nice venue. Um, come on out. And I think, Chuck, you can say even more. Come on out, right? Yeah, just just do it. Just do it. Just give yourself this one treat. And I think, so here's the warning about it. Yeah. If you do it, you're hooked because you won't want to miss another year. And and that's all I can say because the yep. first year I came, it's like, okay, come come and see what it's like. Well, now I don't want to miss it. You know, yep. so. We've been every we've been to everyone, and uh, yep. I think it's going to continue. So yep. that's the, how much else we can say. Come on, come on up, MaxStock2019.com. And my gosh, the time has just flown by. We've had a lot of fun here. But uh, tell our listeners where we can find you and all your great uh, stuff that you talk about. Well, the best place is, of course, my website, MacVoices.com. That's where you'll find all the shows, um, audio and video versions. Mm-hmm of each show. Um, you can find me on Twitter as at Chuck Joyner or as at Mac voices. And I'm just on just about every social network you can think of um, yeah. most of the time promoting the show and yeah. hopefully engaging, uh, you know, audience members and, you know, trying to answer questions and just get people to enjoy their Apple tech. That's what yes. it's all about. And to, and to get to know some of the people behind all the great apps we use. And as I've said many times, Chuck is, was the one who inspired me to do this podcast, which is uh, now going on three years, which I can't believe. <laughs> three years ago, I did this start this this podcast up. So, uh, yes, check him out. He's got some great great content. Uh, also, also, all your CES content. That that was just uh, how you do that every year. As I don't know, but uh, check it all out. You're 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 great at that. Just just no sleep. That's all. That's that. You're good. <laughs> so. All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, and that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address at feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Or better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can follow me on Twitter at DaveG65. Again, Chuck Joyner, thanks for joining me. Thank you, David, for having me. It's always fun. Yes, a lot of fun. And thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.